Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. When you get to 12 months, the fertility rate drops from 15% per month to around about 10% per month. And amongst those, there are going to be people with proper infertility, people where the male sperm count is low or she's got blocked tubes or she's not making an egg every month. And then medicine, proper medicine, can help where herbs won't, won't. That's my negative view of the world. But it does, but it, and it doesn't stop me giving add-ons, particularly when I'm getting desperate, when the patient's getting desperate. We've tried IVF three times. We've got good embryos. There must be something else. We go looking and we can't find anything else. Let's try add-ons. So the add-ons that, that I do prescribe from time to time, women who don't produce many eggs, women who produce poor quality eggs, I give a male hormone called DHEA for uh, at least eight weeks before the next cycle. Um, and that the theory of that is uh, that the ovary produces its own male hormones, but in some women that'll be lower, particularly women over the age of 40. So giving a bit of extra male hormone might help. Randomized controlled trials are split <laughs> there are a few small ones that says it works and then there are others that say it doesn't people use testosterone patches i'm not as aggressive as that they have similar some good findings some bad findings a very big study multi-center study just about to be published that i heard about in in spain only two months ago showed no improvement in pregnancy rates in the group of patients who are called poor responders in terms of their pregnancy rates these drugs aren't cheap either. Does it do any good? Let's try. In rats or mice, actually, there have been a couple of studies showing that taking a vitamin called CoQ10 improves the fertility of old rats, improves the number of eggs they produce, improves the number of in their litters, and improves the percentage of of normal chromosomed embryos. However, Rats and mice are not women, and uh, studies in women have not confirmed that finding. Becoming vogue at the moment, tablets or hormone supplements that supposedly increase the energy levels in the ovaries, NADH stimulators. Again, randomized control trials haven't shown any benefit. Again, in rats, the same results as I discussed with CoQ10. In older rats, oh, older mice, sorry, bigger litters, less congenital abnormalities so maybe there's something in it but not on the drugs that we're currently using prof we have a question from someone live 
how long is the IVF process from start to finish? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's do IVF 101. <laughs> so and I sit with patients every uh, clinic explaining this. So let's go from the beginning. Most uh, cycles in Australia, something like 90, over 90% now are what are called antagonist cycles. So we use a drug that's, that is called a GnRH antagonist. It switches off the brain so that we control the ovaries for the fortnight leading up to ovulation. So what happens is that on the first day of your period, you contact the clinic and you, on the second day, you'll generally start your medication, which will be injections on a daily basis. Five or six days later, you'll come for an ultrasound scan and a blood. And then two or three days after that, come back again. What we're looking for is a rising level of estrogen, which says that we are producing more than one follicle. And the ultrasound, we can look at your ovaries and see how many of these follicles, these black holes there are in the ovary and how big they are. Within those black holes uh, are an egg. Each black hole in about 80% of cases will have an egg in it. Once those eggs, those follicles reach a size, something heading towards two centimeters in diameter, a little bit less than that, but that's where they're heading, and the hormone levels are correct, we will then give an injection to, for the final stages of maturation of the egg before we collect them. That's usually, on average, that's about 11 or 12 days after you started the injection, the original injections. So we're now about 14 days, 13, 14 days into the menstrual cycle. The egg collection uh, is done either under a very light uh, sedation uh, or occasionally, uh, not occasionally, under a light general anaesthetic. Uh, so the procedure is done through the vagina using ultrasound to guide a needle into each of those black holes. The doctor sucks out the fluid inside the follicle and, and hands it the fluid to the scientist who in the theater, who's next to him in the operating theater with a microscope and says, yes, we found an egg or no, we haven't found an egg, keep looking. Uh, and we go through each follicle, takes you know, somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes, depending on the number of follicles you have. That day is when your partner produces a sperm sample and that sperm sample is put with the eggs that afternoon and the next morning we know how many are fertilized you'll get a call from the scientist to say yeah you got 10 eggs yesterday and seven or eight of them are fertilized we'll watch them in the laboratory until you're uh, until they're ready to put back which is on day five after the egg collection and don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.